0: Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Yes! Yes! I don't believe it. What don't you believe? Tell me what you don't believe. Have you ever heard of uh, poop shoes? I uh, I've heard the term but I'm not familiar with what it stands for. Well, hang on. Hang on a sec. It's your birthday by the way. It is. It is my like birthday. Like your actual birthday cuz sometimes you tell people happy birthday and it's sometime in the Yeah, but it's it's my actual birthday. Range. And what what did I do for my birthday? Instead of receiving, I gave. I gave all of you at home the gift of betting all of your money on Tyson Fury and he fucking delivered. He fucking delivered in spectacular fashion. I don't understand the excuse of the costume or whatever the fuck that 40 was. 40 pounds worth of costume for yeah. Black History Month. Um, so I watched the fight. I had a couple of my neighbors over last minute where I was just like, they were like, hey, man, what are you doing tonight? I was like, I'm, I'm about to throw this fight on because mm-hmm. uh, I bet the fucking house on Tyson Fury. Yep. Told the audience to bet the house on Tyson Fury. It was my first bet back <laughs> from the Super Bowl after being victorious on the Chiefs. And they were like, man, I don't think an out of shape honky can win. And I was like, eh, I beg to differ, sir. And he proceeded to absolutely (laughs) fucking demolish Wilder. Every drinking bro, by the way, hit me up and was just like, man, you know, you got a new trainer, you got a little fatter in camp. Mm -hmm. It was all for a reason. And it was to hang all over Wilder and fuck his whole shit Mm -hmm. up, which is exactly what happened. And by the sixth round, Dude, Wilder was fucking gassed, absolutely gassed. Um, not that he landed much, anyways, because Tyson Fury was able to tee off on him. But uh, it was a resounding victory. We were victorious. I had posted on my Twitter account mm-hmm. like how much I've been destroying my bookie, and they fucking hit me back. And they they sent me a tweet back, and they were like, "Hey man, just so you know, we won too." Like uh, the majority oh. of your audience bet on. On uh, Wilder. Yeah. Which doesn't surprise Mm -hmm. me, really. No, I mean, you know. Because everybody was against me when I said this, and they were like, yo, man, I don't know. I don't fucking know. I went back. Here's here's why I was so confident. I went back and rewatched the first fight. Mm -hmm. I thought he got outboxed the entire fucking fight, basically, until the 12th, where, again, Wilder's a fucking knockout artist. He threw a haymaker that I thought knocked... Tyson Fury into the next dimension. He was able to get up right at 10 and the 10 count. But other than that, that whole fight to me, he just got outboxed. I don't think Wilder's that great of a boxer.
1: No, he's a good he's a good puncher, I great guess. Great puncher, but, but that's not everything. I don't understand. Uh, so both of these guys had very lavish pre-fight rituals. Mm-hmm. Like Fury is sitting in a throne like an asshole. Yeah. Like yeah. the, the Gypsy King, just shut the fuck up and fight, guy. <laughs> uh, and uh, the other guy, uh, Wilder is wearing this. I don't know what it was. It looks very Black costume. Yeah, it I mean, very it was, Wakanda forever. I don't know what the purpose of it was. To be
0: honest, I'm looking at a picture of it now, and it's he's still, claiming it was for Black History Month. Uh, the costume weighed about 40 pounds, and so he said that weighed him down and made him tired in the sixth and seventh rounds. That was. The biggest pile of horseshit I've ever heard out of somebody. And then he immediately triggered the, the clause for the rematch, which I'm down. I, it was a great fight. I'm down well, for it. Well, I think that was going to be the case the whole time. I, I didn't ever. So do I, uh, but I'm down for
1: provided it. Provided Fury won, I didn't think there was going to be
0: any kind of situation where they didn't fight again. I thought maybe he would say, look, man, go fight Joshua, and then I'll fight the winner. Wilder would fight the winner of that because um, I would like to see that uh, uh, Joshua fight. I really would. Like, that would be a fun one mm-hmm. between Fury and uh, and Joshua. So uh, we'll see. Either way, I'm down for the third one. You're welcome for the gifts that I provided you on my birthday, everyone. And uh, I got a last-minute text before we came in the office. that said, hey, man, check the P.O. box. I got a little something mm-hmm. for, uh, for the birthday, for the sports show, if you could open it live on air. It's from Ruben Schneider and... Uh, Craig Delesky, we got three packages. <clears throat> I have no idea what's in these. We're gonna if it's open these I, I'm going to tell you
1: now before. Hold on, let me see if those dummies are in there They're fucking, both in here. Are I see Craig Delesky. Yeah,
0: I see Ruben Schneider. If
1: this is any kind of uh, uh fucking uh, dolphins paraphernalia mm-hmm. or something like that, I'm going to
0: burn it. You're going to burn it. By the way, and I'm going to come to uh, your house and burn your house down. I bought the Rudy helmet in as well, the sign Rudy helmet. Oh, yeah. We still haven't blown that thing So we need yet. to blow it up. I uh, just brought it in.
1: It is here. Um, Maybe right. you should take it with you when you go to Austin and have Dakota drop
0: it out of his helicopter. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. That's a great idea. Um, by the way, Dakota Myers got a fucking helicopter at his house. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, hey, what do the neighbors think about that? And then he's like, well, they're not stoked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck it's, them. it's parked about 15 yards from uh, his house, he says. Now he's building a hanger, too, by the way. Um, all right, the first one. this is no name on it, so I don't know who sent it in. Uh, yes, it is my birthday, um, but it's from Amazon. And "Fuck toy." It just says "Fuck toy" on it." It's a tank top <laughs> that says, "Fuck toy." That's definitely something you wear to a gay rave. Yeah. With glitter on. Like, you can't wear
1: that shirt without having glitter on your body.
0: <laughs> I don't know who sent it. Um, look, <clears throat> read through these comments here and uh, and see who it is. What am I sipping on in this glass? It is uh, old Pulteney. It's uh, single malt scotch. That's great, by the way. Um, also, dude, we're, we're always live uh, sports show on YouTube. Uh, subscribe on, uh, on YouTube. It is uh, the greatest time of the year for sports. Go to Drinker Bros Podcast on YouTube. Subscribe today. Uh, this next one is from Andragis Zadin Provisco. That's d- Androgynous? Sure. Maybe. I don't know who that is. <clears throat> Ruben Schneider saying he sent the shirt. So the fuckboy shirt was from Ruben. Yeah, that's weird, um, but funny. Deesh. I mean, it's Amazon. So it's, it's not too to. far
1: away from the shirt you wore on the cruise that you bought in Mexico. To be honest, like the one that was like a body on the front.
0: Oh yeah 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 yeah. So we're live on air opening these. Why um, not? Oh, this is this is for both of us. Um, this so uh, this is for both of our pleasures. No, from both, not for. No, this is this is. Oh, those uh, are butt plugs. Nice. Yeah. So. These are uh, heart-shaped. Oh, look at this. This is for you. I, it's a smaller one. I'll actually
1: use this. So it's the one with the uh, – there's a heart gem on the back of it. So when you stick it in your girl's butthole, you can just – instead of staring at a butthole, you're staring at – At a heart. The
0: heart. That's nice. Which so is there's, nice. A, there's a bigger one, which I've received, which is great. And then another little guy here, butt plug-wise. Um, again, when it's my birthday – It's the happiest times of Mm. of the year here. So we got some nice butt plugs for everyone. Um, Put these guys right here. And then um, there's one last one here. This is a big boy one. Did you pre-rip
1: that the same way Nancy Pelosi pre-ripped the State of the Union?
0: I didn't. It was actually jammed in the P.O. box. So Mm. there was a lot of uh, gifts in there. There was some gifts for the the broettes, too, in there today. Oh, yeah? This is Judy the Inflatable Ball. This is awesome. This is actually the exact inflatable doll that we used in Range 15. Uh, the one that Jack had glued to his dick the whole time? Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, man, I have not seen that doll in a while. Fun fact for that movie. We ordered uh, 20 of those dolls. Yeah. And uh, I believe Jack popped about half of them. For continuity, you got to have more. Correct. In case yeah. something happens. <clears throat> um. Enjoy your day. Happy birthday from Ruben, Craig, and Reed. Um, Reed, Reed by the way, Reed
1: White is the guy. When we were in Orlando, he had tickets to the game. Yeah. And got too drunk and had to sell his tickets at uh, Tactical Brewery.
0: Oh, was that him? Yeah. That's so fucking funny, yeah. man. Um, these appear to be some form of underpants. Yeah, there we go. Is, ah, it's a, it's a male thong. Is the hole the front or the back? It's the, it's the back. Well, no, it is the front. Yeah, yeah so I, you're, was,
1: I was incorrect. What's the point of wearing that? Your dick and balls are hanging out the whole so time. So your
0: dick and balls are out of this the whole time. Well, use the microphone to this. I think it's, it's convenient. Use the mi- microphone to hang it? No, I mean like where the. Oh, yeah, yeah, where it, where it should go through. Right yeah. here, boom. Boom. That's where the dick and balls do go through uh, on this. I'm not sure about that. Uh, so <clears> that's <throat> a nice thing. I think it's a nice thing. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll put it up up on the front here.
1: Well, speaking of dick and... Well, you got more. There's two
0: There's <clears throat> two sets of them. Three. So it's, it's three, yeah. One for each of us. One who, uh, there it is. Thanks. There it is.
1: And these are just for dudes? I mean, it could be for trannies, too.
0: Yeah. these could be for trannies. It could be for women as well. Because like, you hey, look in the back and
1: there's a pretty nice looking ass and you look in the front,
0: there's a big hog hanging out. Uh, Christopher Brumman says it's for your brethren to, to stay cool and breathe. <clears throat> I appreciate that. I do. Um... Man, I feel like a tiny little king. Yeah. Uh, I figure if you wear it in the back, you could poop easier, maybe. I, you know, I was thinking about that. And that brings
1: up something that I wanted to talk to you about before. Fire away. Which is poop shoes. Yeah. So apparently there is this phenomenon where a lot of people bring a second pair of shoes to work. So when they go take a shit... They change shoes so people don't recognize them in the shitter by their shoes.
0: Ah, that's actually pretty genius, by the way. Would you do that? No, I don't care who who like. If, look, if it's if I'm in a dude stall and I'm taking a shit, I don't care which <laughs> dude knows that it's me taking a shit. What now, about ten?
1: What about ten years from now when unisex?
0: We're in unisex bathrooms. I would I would absolutely get poop shoes because
1: that's really the only solution to all this. Uh, these six thousand genders is you have to have. Just like one big fucking turlet for everybody. Yeah, right. Yeah, there's troughs on one side.
2: And like, it, look, like a shitty football. If you're stadium. single,
0: it kills the moment. Like you, you don't want to be shit in front of a girl, and vice versa. Although there was one girl, by the way. So we've done close to 600 episodes of Drinking Bros, uh, probably more actually because of the fake news and all that stuff. Yeah. Right? There was one girl in the history of our show who took a was not ashamed to take a fucking giant filthy shit at our place and uh spend her time in there
1: was this in uh la in in los angeles
0: in march of this past year 2019 i'm not gonna say when it was but you were there (laughs) some other people were there and i was like oh i like that pooping is normal and she lit a match and just kind of waved it and was just like hey man this is this is what we do i just dropped a big deuce in your fucking turlet in there yeah i'm fine with that i don't like look it's the first time that's
1: happened there's only so much that I can pretend not to see and know. Sure. You know what I mean? Just do just do your stuff, man. But I tell you this, there's no <clears throat> There's this question that people ask sometimes and it's like, how uh how long do you wait in a relationship before you shit in front of each other? Like there's no amount of time. Yeah. There's no amount of, like I'll I'll pee in front of you, but I'm never gonna shit with you in the room. It's disgusting. Do you know I, I just want to explain to everyone who doesn't know Right quick, how smell works. So there's no taste buds or smell receptors in your nose. Mm-hmm. It's the back of your fucking tongue, right? Yeah. So it's not It's not about the privacy of shitting. I don't care about that. Everybody shits. Sure. Right? It's about I don't want somebody, I don't want my fe- fecal matter to be in th- somebody's mouth that I'm about to fucking jam my dick and or tongue into. Yeah, I get it. That makes sense to me. Yeah. Now, I would, if that weren't a factor, hold hands and shit with the woman I love, for sure. Because I'm a very romantic person. Yeah. But that's not the case. Like, there would have to be some new type of technology that removes all that from the air or whatever the fuck. Yeah, the I just, For now, I think it's best to avoid shitting in the same room with each other. Yes, if you, I, if I you, do, too. If you can't avoid it. I do, too. Like
0: I'll, I'll go into another bathroom and, uh, and be polite about it. still want some element of romance. Um, either way, I want to thank uh, Ruben Schneider, uh, Craig Delesky, yep. and uh, and Reed White for the gifts. The butt plugs will come in handy tonight. We're going oh, out yeah. somewhere. I'm not sure where. I don't know why you gave me rage. the smallest one. I mean, I should get the biggest one. Is that what you you want to go big? Well, let's go big or go home. Yeah, basically. it's true. It's true. Yeah, you can have the big one for sure. We'll go uh, up and over there. Boom. Thank you. Boom. Uh, let's, let's go big here at the top. We're, we're brought to you by mybookie.com bookie.com forward slash drinking bros. The promo code is drinking bros on there doubles your deposit. We housed them again this weekend on, uh, on the wilder fury fights. You're welcome. And, uh, we're getting real goddamn close about two weeks here until March madness starts. And I'm fucking amps for that. Um, conference tournaments also starting a uh, week before. That's when the heavy betting is going to come in. Um, so get ready for that. Uh, I want to start the show off with uh, Joe Burrow, NFL Combine, back on their bullshit again. <clears throat> Nine-inch hands. Nine-inch hands for Burrows. Big deal, yes or no?
1: I don't understand the the Combine in general. I don't understand anybody that's a projected first-round pick even showing up to that. Yeah. Like it, if if that many years of – Playing in college it's a minimum of three years unless you had an injury. Mm-hmm. How much more are you going to discover like if it's somebody that's been injured and they're they're on the comeback yep. and you want to make sure that whatever the fuck or if it's somebody who <clears throat> is changing a position or their position is played differently in the NFL maybe, but Joe Burrow's isn't going to play a different style of football in the NFL than he did like he was a pro style quarterback, yeah, right, so why is he even? Like he's not going to go to this. Right? I
0: agree. Uh, look, Chase Young just said he's not doing it either. He'll do Ohio State's pro day. Um, and the thing with the the nine inch hands for Burrow, and they were yeah. like, "Well, it could affect him in the cold weather." Motherfucker, he played in Ohio for twenty years. Yeah, he's fine. Um, you have a million miles worth of game tape on him. What, what was it, Mahomes? Pat Mahomes sent him a tweet. Said, "Hey, bro, I was I was measured at nine and a half. Mm-hmm. You know, nine inches and a half uh, hands. I think you'll be fine. Uh, I think a little." All this shit is a little bit overblown. They were like, "Well, there hasn't been a quarterback uh, drafted since Jared Goff with nine inch hands." Who fucking cares? Um, if you would baby hands, congratulations. But he's he's done fine throwing a football. He will continue to do so. This is a non-story to me. Yeah, it's stupid, um, and I don't <clears throat> I don't fucking care. The other thing is, I, like, he held a press conference too, and I'm glad that he addressed the the Cincinnati Bengals situation. Yeah, of Hey, man, I, I'm a ball player. I'll play wherever I'm supposed to go. Mm-hmm. That's what you should do as a goddamn professional. Somebody's backing up the truck and paying you a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You might not like the team you're going to if it was a Miami, obviously, or mm-hmm. a Cincinnati. But <coughs> if you're great enough, you can turn a franchise around. It happens all the fucking time. Yeah. So you got I mean, some decent pieces in Cincinnati with Mixon. Yeah. Uh, AJ Green is still there. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they got a pretty decent tight end. That fucking Boyd kid is is pretty goddamn Taj good Boy? too. No, uh, Tariq? Yeah, is that his name? I, f- I forget his fucking. I'm blanking on it right now. Um. Anyways, you got him at wide receiver, Tyler. Yeah, Tyler Boyd. They got some fucking <clears throat> great pieces there on offense, and if they can get him a line, he'll be decent. Joe Mixon has looked great. Um. I, I'm I'm sure he'll be fine, and he's going home. He's going to get to play in front of his friends and family. So, um. You're good to go with that. Um, are they trying to drum up some interest for the draft? Sure. I like how Mel Kuyper doesn't really ever play along with this shit. He's just like, nope, he's number one, and that's what's going to be. It's yeah. number one, and that's it. <clears throat> he's not wrong very often. He's not, he's not wrong about the picks, about how they
1: work out in the NFL. He's very frequently wrong. But yeah,
0: uh, but his picks are, are often accurate. Um, yeah. Number two is going to be Chase Young. There's no fucking way. Redskins are gonna pass up on Chase. Young. I can't imagine they would. I no mean, way and th- there's no way you're gonna trade out of that pick. He's no. a generational talent for Christ's <laughs> sakes. And the only reason he's not one is because Cincinnati needs a quarterback and they just happen to pick a kid from Ohio. Yeah. Um you know, picks three and four is where it's gonna get really interesting. I've I heard the two a thing at three for the Detroit. I hope they don't make that. We talked about that on last week. Yeah, week's show. I mean
1: I get it. I understand that uh that they might want to fucking Get some insurance in case Stafford doesn't come back 100%. Because, look, mm-hmm. having cracked vertebrae is not exactly the easiest thing to come back from. No. Um, but even if that's the case, Tua is not the
0: solution to that. Come on, man. No, and Tua is not playing next year. No. So what are you, what are you doing he, there?
1: He may not ever play a, a fucking single snap in the NFL,
0: Yeah, to be honest. Um, and then breaking news, the Giants, New York Giants, have set at four. They are open for business as far as trading that pick. I don't know why the Giants need a lot. Maybe, maybe they want more picks. I guess, but um, Oof. you know, if I would see how the board falls for them, because maybe, if, maybe they want somebody that's going to be in next year's draft, and they want to trade for that pick. Maybe, but like the only they the trade, only guys in next year's draft right now uh, that you would want are look the the two the two big ones, obviously Lawrence, oh, fucking Lawrence and Fields, man. That is one two those are the two best quarterbacks coming out man and uh you're still going to have to at 1 and 2 you're still going to have to tank all your games though to get to 1 and 2 and with Barkley like I don't think he's keen on that um Daniel Jones Danny Dimes looks like he he might be a solution I don't see him you know not playing to to win five or six games at least uh next year so I don't know man um Okuda's out there at three. I, I, they're probably waiting to see how the board flips out there and, uh, and see what happens. Um, I'm also curious to see what happens with this Tom Brady thing. <clears throat> because that's going to help determine what the rest of this board is. Yeah. Um, breaking news from the Vikings. They said they're not moving on from uh, Stefan Diggs. The Vikings have the pieces. They do. I just don't think um... <clears throat> Kirk Cousins is the dude.
1: No, man. Like he won that one game and it was like, Oh, this is proof that Kirk Cousins has turned the coin No it's not. It was a coincidence. No yeah. not a coincidence, it was a fluke.
0: No. Yeah.
1: He's never been able to win big games.
0: Yeah, I, I I'm with you on that one, but uh, I think it's smart to keep Diggs in that system and No, Diggs is great. He's fucking he's, he's twenty six years old,
1: he is gonna get you a thousand yards every single year. Yeah.
0: And yeah. Thielen's <laughs> been hurt a lot the last couple of years, so we'll see. Uh, the Jets GM has said Le'Veon Bell is not being shopped, which I'm surprised by. I would. I don't know what their I don't know what their move is to make the team better without
1: shopping him. Like it, the point of hanging on to <clears throat> a guy like that and paying a salary mm-hmm. is if you're going to make the team better right now. Otherwise, trade him for picks or younger talent right? and, and rebuild. Yeah. Like, who Who's the quarterback in, in New York? Uh. Duh. Sam Darnold. And what is it that we're expecting out of him exactly? I think he can be good. The problem is... He's a middle-of-the-road guy, though. Well... Like, they were 7-9 and nine last year. With him playing at peak, mm-hmm. they were probably a 9-7. So is that that big of a fucking
0: difference? It depends, because there's no wide receivers, tight ends, or help on that team. They have Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson, who's fine. He's a journeyman fucking... Player to me, like you know, but he's
1: good. He only he caught fifty two passes
0: for almost yeah. eight eight
1: hundred yards. There. <coughs> they don't have a like tight. They end. can't get him the ball. They don't the have problem. tight ends. Yeah, yeah. They don't have
0: a line. <laughs> they don't have shit. Uh, even fucking Le'Veon Bell couldn't break free last year. What do you have? Five hundred yards rushing. That was a massive bust. Um, um
1: he had seven hundred and eighty nine yards and three touchdowns. Yeah. And receiving, he had. 66 receptions for four, only 461 yards. That's a,
0: it's not a great year. No, and, and I don't think it's Le'Veon Bell, man. I look, we watched him in person. We were at the game with Post Malone.
1: <clears throat> no, he's just like getting sw- every the defense keys in on just him. He's getting killed. Yeah, he got he's
0: fucking killed the entire I, game.
1: I when, so when they say they're not shopping him, I think they're full of shit. Yeah, I think they're trying to play it cool, but I I believe if I, if I'm Le'Veon Bell, I'm like, hey. Like, we tried it, and you guys didn't come through on your side, so I need to get the fuck out of here now.
0: That's what I think. <clears throat> um, they're on the hook, though, for another $30 million over the next two years. So mm-hmm. I think his contract might be too big to move also. Uh, I don't know. So maybe that's why know, they're man. saying I mean, it.
1: He, is a, he is a, regardless of what you think about his personality and the things he's done over the past couple of years, he is a... Great running back, not not good. He is great. Yes. He's one of the top five running backs in the league. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if you put him on a team that needs one, that has most of the other pieces, he is immediately going to make that team a contender. Yep. Not just because of his ability to run the ball, but his ability, his dynamic ability to catch the ball on the flat. His yards after the catches are some of the highest of any running back in the league. He's got. He he is a very very talented person. The fact that they are hanging on to him is just fucking ruin his career to be honest yeah like, one, uh, one, i mean he one he, more year this is gonna fuck him over
0: look he signed the deal i think he me personally he just wanted the money um maybe yeah you may and be that right that was it uh, he's already got a title so fuck it at this point um we'll see what happens but uh interesting moves around around the nfl and it's gonna be a fun fun fucking draft this is one of the deepest drafts i can remember coming up in uh vegas Uh, outside what are the dates of the draft Um, April it's usually the third week in April maybe we should go you know I looked into it um, because we just we stayed in that room that is overlooking the thing everything is sold out Mm. they're expecting 600,000 people to shut down they're shutting down the strip for the first time and they're just going to let all this chaos go on it'd be a fucking blast but it's uh, everything is sold out there um, where is Kareem Hunt going to go? That's Richard Danoff is curious where Kareem Hunt is going to go. You know, Richard, uh, that's a great question. I know Richard is a is a Browns fan. Um, he's a, he's a diehard uh, Ohio State fan as well. Yeah. I watched most of the Browns games because I had uh, at least either uh, Jarvis Landry or Odell Beckham on my fantasy football team in almost every single league. Um, and Jarvis Landry actually had a great year. Odell Beckham was fucking terrible, but. um when I watched Kareem Hunt play, he looked fucking fantastic. And I think that one-two combo with with him and Chubb was awesome. Mm-hmm. And to me, they don't really have an issue except from Baker Mayfield. I would personally keep Kareem Hunt um if he wants to stay, but the the way he looks last year, he could also start for every team in the NFL. Yeah. And selfishly, I'd like to see him skate on down the road to the Falcons, yeah. and then the Falcons cut Devonta Freeman loose. Well, here and that's just me personally.
1: There's a lot of impact to this decision. So right now the, the Browns today tendered him an offer. Depending on what it is, like how much money and all that bullshit, will depend on how much uh, in compensation a team will have to pay to sign him away because he's a restricted free agent. Mm-hmm. So uh, if they offer him a shitload of money, some team is going to come up off a first-round pick basically. To get him, yeah, more or less. Yeah, um, I don't think that'll happen because I don't think they can—they <clears throat> can't afford it, first of all—and they can't afford for him to just say, "All right, fuck it, I'll take the money." You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I don't—I don't, I think he's going to go somewhere else. It's just a matter of who's going to have to pay what to get him.
0: Yeah, and look, man, um, I believe in second chances <laughs> and all other shit. And uh, he came back, he played well, he kept his mouth shut, and he looked great. So he only improved his stock, and I, I believe it was just a one-year deal anyway with Cleveland. Mm-hmm. So he's fine to get out of there, and I'm sure there'll be a lot of people after him this year. Because um, let's face it, whenever a scandal happens like that, they want one team to take a flyer, and then everybody else will be like, all right, cool, they went through the brunt of it, great, now we'll get them. Uh, same thing happened with Michael Vick, and mm-hmm. you know he bounced around from Philly to Pittsburgh and, and all that other shit, so... um <laughs> I think it's fine. Um, Somebody else, uh, Christopher Broman, is talking about um, uh, Pat McAfee, about what he said about the the Players Association um, and uh, being against the 17 games. Uh, They're talking about adding an extra game to the schedule and then removing some of practices and uh, and some of the preseason. Uh, What are your thoughts on that? Um, There's value in the preseason
1: as far as evaluating people that are coming back from injuries or guys that might not otherwise make the roster, mm-hmm. but to make a game out of it, is that really... Like, you can just have a fucking full contact practice and figure this shit out without... Right. the and, and the stars won't play because they don't want to get injured. So yeah. what what is the point of this shit? I don't understand. Like, the ratings have to be pretty bad. <clears throat> I would... For me, it would be math. So how much more... Of the of the public's attention and direct rating, and thus advertising money, can I get from a real NFL football game versus four practice games that no one watches? Because I don't watch pre. I, I'll watch ten or fifteen minutes of
0: a preseason game. Yep.
1: But for the most part, I rely on the replays just to see. Because there's one or two things. Who's what
0: I use it for fantasy football. That's about it. Yeah. Because um, we're you and I typically already bet before preseasons already start, like started, so it doesn't really do me much good. Yeah. And, um, you know, as far as the 17 games, I know Richard Sherman came out and said he's against it, and some of the players are also against it because of injuries, right? Um, and then the, the risk of injuries and all that other stuff. I would say this. If, if I'm the, the CBA or the, and, or the collective, the, uh, players the Players Association, Association yeah. um, bitching with the fucking CBA. I would say this. You want to go 17 games, fine. But guarantee our contracts. Pay us more and um and give us some incentive if we get hurt, maybe lower the rules for uh how many years it takes to get a pension right now it's it's either I think it's nine seasons right now nine seasons in the average NFL career is three 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 so lower that meet them halfway and then start guaranteeing these salaries man this this shit of franchising people and not guaranteeing a football salary especially in a field that is God damn it. I mean, these guys are getting hurt every fucking week. Yeah. This last season was the worst of it, I think, um, which is going to get even worse now if you're not playing preseason and you're adding a 17th game. As a fan, mm-hmm. yes, I want to see 17 games. Um, as a fantasy football player, yes, I want to see 17 games. I just think they need to change the rules
1: a little bit. Uh, like in the NBA, for example, mm-hmm. <clears throat> one of your players gets hurt and they miss the entire season. Through insurance, you can recoup about 70% of their salary. Correct and a person on the IR doesn't count towards your cap, and there's all sorts of stuff going yep. on there. If the NFL made accommodations like that, again, they would have to find a carrier that would fucking take that insurance deal, which mm-hmm. probably, it, it, I doubt they would pay out 70%, and if they did, the premiums would be way higher because there's a higher chance of injury. But you can find anybody to insure anything, yeah. technically speaking. And to be honest, <clears throat> if I was one of these com- companies like, State Farm or Allstate or whatever, I would I would say, all right, we'll take your we'll we'll take your insurance, we'll we'll fucking finance this, and that's our marketing spend. So in exchange for us paying, or you just put, a, we're the official insurance of the NFL, yeah, and we'll give you a good deal on this insurance thing. The amount of, I don't know, political equity. I guess they could buy that the league could buy towards the players union to get other shit that they wanted, like an extra game and all this other stuff with a deal like that would be like, it would be huge for them to be able to do that. And I don't understand why they don't do it. After all the bad press they've got from Kaepernick and his dummies and the concussion situation, does Goodell's never figured it out? Like how to to make your sport look good again?
0: No, I mean, he keeps stumbling into this success where, you know, you take the case of baseball with, with Rob Manfred; he's the worst fucking commissioner there is. Um, I think Adam Silver is the best commissioner in sports for NBA. Oh yeah, it's not even close. Goodell keeps stumbling, and somehow they're succeeding. And um, I, look, I, it, it is America's pastime. It is. We've moved on from baseball to football. I will never be pissed about a seventeen-game season. Um, I will. I'll give me more football for all of it. College mm-hmm. this. Everything Um, college is a little different because you got to play for a title in the sense that's, you know, adding an extra game to somebody like an Ohio state or a Mm -hmm. Clemson or Alabama, it typically is a harder game or one more thing. Like in the NFL, you have more opportunities to make the playoffs because it's, they're looking to expand from seven. So you're looking at 14 teams versus four in college football. But uh, I will never say no to this. Mm -hmm. Um, I would personally like Mm -hmm. to see the players' salaries guaranteed. Yeah. And I think that would be a step in the right direction, and then ease everybody's mind about it. Where, great, if you're worried about getting injured, now your your contracts are guaranteed. So if you do whatever, man, like if a Labian Bell blows out his fucking leg, yeah, or an Alex Smith or somebody like that, mm-hmm. um, then that 45 million that they signed is guaranteed. And gradu- congratulations, you can yeah. walk away with that <clears> and <throat> say, I got 45 million. Yeah, I got fucked up, but it's
1: worth it. The the point of all this is people are going to watch football no matter what. And the XFL is proof of that. So yeah. they, they tried it before and it didn't work. I don't think the world was ready for it just yet. But right now, it's regardless of what you say about the level of competition and all this shit, it
0: is working. And it's on in the background. The ratings aren't the greatest, but they're okay. They're no, serviceable. The, the
1: ratings are pretty goddamn good. I mean, for what it is, offseason football. Mm-hmm. So Dallas at Seattle on Fox, 2 million viewers. Right. Uh, Houston at Tampa Bay on ABC 1.9 million viewers on uh ESPN New York at St. Louis 1.5 million viewers there hasn't been <clears throat> I think only one college basketball game this whole season has done better ratings than the lowest XFL rating so far
0: yeah i look and i get it but it it takes a little more money to put that on the air um <clears throat> it's okay well I, i'll i'd like to check back in at the end of those ratings at the end of the year but uh you know in the meantime uh, try to work something out to to, to guarantee these these players a salary. Mm-hmm. 17 games would be a blast for us fans and fantasy football and all that other shit. I think the big thing that's the elephant in the room that no one has talked about, including McAfee and anybody else, is this, sports gambling. Mm-hmm. Sports gambling has fucking taken over, and it is a booming business. Well, how much money is the NFL proper making off of that? And I'm glad you asked that. If nothing, then they should be. They're fucked up. None right now, but they did just sign a deal with Caesars for three years. Mm. So they're going to be doing something with it and making money I mean, with mean, The
1: easiest it. way for them to do it is to, to license the content to a couple of
0: the bigger gambling places so they can use it for advertising. I agree. That'd be the easiest way to do it. Uh, but they want to cut of that. So I think, I think eventually they will have their own app that you can probably gamble off of in the future. Mm. I don't know about that. The NFL? I don't think they could do that. That
1: would be that, there would be too many. The too deal much. with
0: Caesars is for that, so it'll be Caesars app, and then what they're getting in return has not been stated yet. But I, my imagine imagination is uh, drifting towards that. Maybe. By the way, same with Barstool. Um, a bunch of people have, have, have tagged us in this Barstool thing about Barstool mm-hmm. selling for what was it thirty six million. $136 thirty-six. One hundred thirty-six. That's yeah. right. Um, so now their company is valued for, and this that was for thirty-six percent. That's what it was. Now their company valuation is four hundred fifty million. A gambling site bought them out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Pen that uh, that bought them out, and um, it would be great if something like that happened to us in the future. Is all I will say. But I think the bigger play over that isn't so much Pen, is I think. Once gambling, you, you can just do it on your phone in every single state, you know, and they're very, very close on this. All 50 states have been regulated through the Supreme Court. I think Barstool is going to have their own app for gambling hmm. um, that'll go <laughs> in through Penn's back end system, and then you can, you know, gamble through Barstool and do all that other shit. I would love to see that happen for Drinking Bros. And I think, you know, that, that we have our own app and you can gamble through that with us yeah. or against us and all that shit, and you can see our heads of who we bet on. Every single day. I think that's kind of where the future is headed in that. And I think the 17 games is solely geared towards that. And not only the, the television ratings and grabbing an extra game, but for gambling purposes mm-hmm. of the NFL, of like, <clears throat> great, now you have one more game to bet on that means something. Because you and I, man, you know, we we pick sh- games every single week. Yeah, There is games where we're like, man, this is so shitty, I will not bet on this. However, privately at home, you and I end up betting on these fucking games. Mm-hmm. Like the Pittsburgh Miami game on the Monday night, yeah. Uh, Craig Zelasky was part of that too. Mm-hmm. Um, shit, man, I bet all the money on. Uh, I, I, did, I I took the the last week of the season. I took the fucking Dolphins versus the Patriots or whatever mm-hmm. it was. And Everybody was like, "You're out of your goddamn mind!" I thought the, the points are too high. We all do it, and we, and we do it just to do it. And with the seventeenth week, man, that's a lot more money for the NFL. It is, involved. and I
1: wonder what the impact on fantasy football would be as well. Woo. I mean, would it be like a three
0: week championship or how would you just add a week? It'd be great, because then you could add more playoff teams. Yeah. It's a, a win win <laughs> all the way around, as long as you can figure out the players contract. So we'll see. Uh, our next sponsor is ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. 25% off everything in the motherfucking stove. Go get yourself a mattress, some pillows, or sheets, or an adjustable base if you've not already. Go to GhostBed.com forward slash Drinking Bros. Today, as always, their 36-month pay-as-you-go program is still applicable with that. So once you fucking get your 25% off everything you need in the store, boom, you can just go right in there, dial it up, and then you can walk away with like 20 bucks a month from that shit. Uh, It's amazing. Oh, it's amazing. Ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today. Do it. Live it. Learn it. Get on it. Uh, I want to talk about the Astros opening up spring training this week. Um, Jose Altuve was a hit on the first pitch, and uh, all the fans were booing uh, the Astros. The The wildest thing is that mm-hmm. I, I, I saw I caught a part of that game. The stands were half empty. Well, imagine I mean, what spring. that's going to be like. It's the first week of spring training. So yeah, yeah but really imagine it. what that is going to be like when they start yeah. touring around Well, I mean, they were confiscating people's
1: signs before the game. Were they really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Cause so it's going to get bad. There were signs like it's Houston Astros, but the A in Astros is an asterisk, or it's just Houston and then an asterisk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you're going to see that all year. Like, you're not going to be able to stop it on the road, that's for sure. And if you're a team that's in, a, particularly in the AL Central, or if they're the Yankees who have been beaten by them a couple of times, they're going to let their fans run wild. Like, we have a group of fans called the Bronx Blue Yes. that are all Yank. Well, I don't think... We party with those I don't guys. think Brian Kowalski Korp- is a... Isn't he like a fucking Cleveland? Isn't he from Cleveland or some shit? I don't remember. But anyways... Think, uh, yeah. <clears throat> anyways... They go to all the fucking Yankees
0: games. I guarantee you, they're going to be raising hell there. Uh, I would, yeah. I would, and they look—they still haven't done anything about this, but this is going to be—it's going to be a long season for the Astros, their fans, and that thing. I, you know, I don't know how you shake this, and I think they're going to get fucking religiously hit over. I think and over you just got to lean into it. Literally. Yeah, you like that? It is. do. You know, I love puns you know I love puns. I
1: hate them, but I, <laughs> I I don't know what other option there is. Like you can't d- The only way to diff- diffuse something like this is to start fucking with people. Like Yeah, I, like if Altuve hits a home run and he runs across home plate holding a shirt again like that.
0: Yeah. It'd
1: be funny. It would be fucking hilarious. I mean, you're not going to get people to stop talking about it, so what you want to do is do outrageous shit to control the narrative. So instead, I mean it's like magician's patter basically. You just like keep doing weird shit, make it about something else. Yeah. My bookie's got a lot of uh prop bets on here. I want to pull them up right quick and we can discuss them. Yeah,
0: more. pull them up and I'll let the audience know at home. You look, you and I always do a uh Major League Baseball um preview show. And that'll be coming up here in uh in about 3 weeks. So we'll give us your uh your faves, our faves and um and then uh who we think's going to win. Um the only question I have though is if the Astros make a fucking run and hit and make it to the playoffs, because they clearly no. have the fucking talent to, then what? I, I mean, it's going to be a mess. Just a goddamn mess. Where is it? So. Here we go. We'll see. Um, because I, I look out of that. It's the West. I mean, fuck. You have the A's. You have the Angels. <coughs> you have the Astros and then you've Seattle out there like mm. i don't i don't see any of those teams maybe the angels making a challenge towards them maybe. with rendon <clears throat> but uh yeah we'll
2: um
1: see. let's see so there's a there's a prop bet on which
0: astro will get hit the most times my money so before you say it i'm going to say my money would be altuve uh he's plus 300 bregman is
1: plus 100 uh, oh
0: shit Okay.
1: And Springer, 225, and Correa is 400. And then the field. Correa, I would put it too. That motherfucker's <clears throat> been an asshole throughout this whole debacle. The field, which is anybody else on the Astros, is plus 350. And okay. Then, then there's uh, how many Astros players will charge the mound in 2020. The over under is 1.5. And the over is plus
0: 275. Oh, I'll take that over all day long. At uh, 1.5? I mean, that means if two people do it, yeah, you win. I'm taking yeah. that over for sure. They'll charge the fucking amount.
1: And then there's, uh, will the Houston Astros get caught stealing signs? Uh, it's
0: plus 3,000 for
1: yes. So that's wow. not, they don't
0: think that's going to happen. No, I, I hmm. don't think it's going to happen either. The, everybody's on fucking full alert now. But, uh, that the over under of them charging the amount of one and a half, I would definitely take that in a fucking second. As no a matter of fact, I will once we get off the air.
1: To me, this is the most interesting one. Uh, where they finish in the AL West. So first place is currently minus 275. Yeah. Um, Second place is plus 250. I'm going to take second place. Who do you think is uh, going ahead of them this year, I the think, Angels? Yeah, I think the Angels will win that division. And the the reason isn't about talent. Like the Angels have improved their team this offseason significantly by adding oh, yeah, yeah, Rendon. Yeah. Um, and and then they got Otani coming back full time. Yeah, full-time. they got Otani's back, yeah. Um, so they're going to be a better team this year than they have been. But I think just the pressure and the constant bullshit that the Astros are going to have to go through is going to fucking... The dog days of summer, as they call them, Mm -hmm. that that phrase originated from baseball because it's like playing 163 It's hot. 162 is a lot of games to play. Real hot. And uh, Houston's a hot city. Um, We do have a dome now. Doesn't matter. I mean, you're still walking around in that shit all day. Uh, But... It's. Uh, I just don't. I don't think they'll finish first, and that's an easy bet. I mean, you can bet a hundred
0: bucks on that one and to see what happens. Yeah, uh, Franco Melendez wrote in and just said, "Man, I'll be rooting for the Astros just to see the chaos." I think a lot of people are. Um, I look. I want them to be in the playoffs for that reason. Yeah, so do to I. To be honest, so do like, I. I really do. I'm, I'm with you on that one, man. It's one of those things where you want to see the fucking circus animals, dude. I want to see them on stage and want to fucking throw peanuts at them. I wonder how the crowds are going to treat them. I wonder how the Yankees are going to treat them. I uh, well I mean like, imagine I, them I, in Yankee Stadium. Again,
1: they're playing 81 road games this year just like every other year. How many of those games are they just going to get torched by the fans?
0: Whew. Probably every single one. All 81. Um and what's that going to look like for them? Like that fucks with your morale. I don't know, but um I will say this. Their their hire of Dusty Baker was a smart one. Um he's it's a one-year deal. Hey man, you, I guess they they're trying to say just just weather this storm. Yeah. With Dusty Baker, we'll get you through. He's respectable enough that nobody's gonna bitch, and uh, and that'll be that. So, yeah, eh. uh, Dusty, we'll see. But
1: it's, Dusty Baker is basically Mike Pence, exactly. Like it's just like stand there and be Christian. Yeah. So Trump keeps doing
0: weird shit. So to stand there and be
1: Christian, and Republicans will vote
0: for him. We'll, we'll we'll see how this shakes out. But but Dusty was your best pick. Yeah, uh, that was your best bet to get through this shit. Um, but it'll be fun to watch. I can tell you that, man. I I can't wait to watch the Astros this year because of this, um, especially the first game. I hope it's I hope it's televised. I'm sure, it will be. Do you remember that? Uh, God, what what? Hold on, I think it was '93.
1: Who was it? Uh, Tuffy Rhodes. It's a left-handed batter. I think. Oh, yeah, it was '93. He had three home runs on the opening day of 1993.
0: I don't remember. It was a child, but yeah. we were both children then. Yeah,
1: but. I remember because I'm an actual baseball fan. Sure. Um, Look, I'm a giant, mm, giant
0: gigantic baseball
1: not fan. Not like me. No, you, you, yeah. Uh, anyways, the point of that is there have been a lot of crazy things that have happened on opening days, but <clears throat> who do the Astros play on opening day? That's a good
0: question too. I hope it's the Yankees. It's, I I, there's it, no, it's no way it's the Yankees. It would be the best if it was. Put on Sunday Night Baseball. <laughs> and just bombs away on that shit. Uh they're at Oakland for their oh, no no that's the second. Why does it start with the second half get
1: fucked? Um they're in yeah, they're at home versus uh the Angels. Well, at least it's a home game for them. March 26th. Um Yeah, I think uh I don't know if anybody on the Angels has a specific gripe with them necessarily cuz the Angels haven't made the playoffs since Mike Socha was there. I went.
0: I was. I, I saw them in the World Series. So what was that? Ninety or two thousand three? Yeah, 2004? it was the Giants. They were playing against Bonds. The game I went to. Bonds went yard into the parking lot first at bat too. Uh, I think I went to game. I think it was game one of the World Series. Uh, by the way, breaking news for New York Yankees fans: they've shut down uh, starter Luis Severino um, for uh, Tommy John surgery. So. God damn it, man. The, the, all the Yankees need is pitching. <clears throat> well, he missed all last year, too. He did, but it's like, man. I, I know they got Garrett Cole, but um, they need pitching. That is it. I wonder if CeCe the Sabathia just comes out of retirement one more time now.
1: No, he's uh, – CC Sabathia basically – was like FDR in his last term yeah, last year. Yeah. Like, they just propped his ass up. Oh, uh, dude, it was, it was he, hard to watch. His knees are fucked. His back is fucked. He's going to be, like, you. I don't know if you saw uh, the last Lakers game or the uh, Kobe Bryant memorial. but I did. Bill Russell is 6,000 years old. Yes. And they're basically,
0: they have him on a dolly, and they just wheel him out somewhere and just For prop his ass up. all of the major yeah. NBA events. Uh, since you brought it up, we'll talk about it. I, so I watched that Kobe uh, memorial yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, Obviously, I'm a gigantic Kobe fan. And um, this has dragged on enough where I want closure. Mm -hmm. Um, Yesterday was the final send-off, and that'll be it, obviously. So um, I felt like there was closure at that yesterday. Um, They brought out all the heavy hitters. Shaq's speech was great. Uh, Michael Jordan's speech was great. When he brought up the Crying Jordan meme... I laughed for a thousand that years. That was pretty like funny. Yeah. Everyone's thinking it, you know, as soon as he started crying up there to address it and uh and go at it was was pretty fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Um Jordan looks great by the way. He looks better than he did a cult. He, looks, he looks better than he did
1: uh in that 30 for 30 he did. Yeah, now, I
0: don't know what happened. I I know what happened. So he did that piece for Sports Illustrated um when he turned 50 and it was basically just about how depressed he was that he wasn't Michael Jordan anymore. Right. That he was relegated to watching fucking every NBA game stacked on top of TVs, drinking every day, smoking cigars every day, Mm -hmm. all that other shit. And uh, he looked terrible. I don't know if the Kobe thing made him snap out of it or what happened, but... um, I think it's been too little time for him to have made that kind of improvement. I don't know. Physically, He's such a great athlete, you wonder, right? How do these guys just... Turn it around in three weeks uh, Mm -hmm. because it's been about three four weeks since that. So I I I don't know whatever he's doing. One he looks fantastic. Two was very he was very well spoken. Mm -hmm. Um, I enjoyed all of it. The only thing I didn't enjoy like uh, Beyonce was great. Um, Fucking Christina Aguilera was lights out, and so was Alicia Keys. I didn't watch it. It was amazing. I didn't didn't watch any of the musical shit. I only. Watch some of the speeches afterwards. It, it was just his favorite tunes, essentially. And it was amazing across the board. You want to talk about a fucking baller alert moment, dude. When Because uh, Van- Vanessa Bryant was great, too. Yeah. Um, when she said that, that their favorite movie was The Notebook, and Kobe went out and bought the exact dress from the rain scene on the dock. That seems like the shit I would do. Yeah, that's fucking baller shit, dude. Uh, that's amazing. But um, the one... Thing that that felt out of place to me which I couldn't figure out is so LeBron didn't speak um, it looked like he wasn't there I saw him on another camera angle where he'd showed up but he was in a baggy sweatshirt sunglasses it looked like he had just got out, out, out of a fucking tanning booth mm. and everybody else was dressed up it was all the top players in the world Steph Curry was there Draymond Green was there Jordan was there obviously like all the heavy hitters were there and then LeBron shows up in like slides, socks, and a fucking oversized sweatshirt and sunglasses. And he didn't speak. I don't know what his fucking deal is, man. I can never figure it out. And I'm, it makes me <clears throat> sad that people were wondering and talking about, about LeBron afterwards. They were wondering but I guess if what he, he was even there or not. Yeah. And he was. He was I saw him there. Yeah. Um, but, and this is what I hate about LeBron. It is always about him. It has to be, right? Like, you can't uh, – it's either he overestimates
1: his impact on that situation. Like, you're LeBron. Yeah, I got it. You're LeBron. But mm-hmm. Michael Jordan's in that room.
0: Yeah, Ma- Magic Johnson's in that Magic Johnson. Everybody's in that room. room.
1: But you are the un- unquestionable leader of the Lakers right now and the fact that you didn't get And maybe stage, the league.
0: Probably the league. I mean, Steph Curry's out. He's had a broken yeah. arm. Like, for this year at least, yeah. yeah. I mean – You're but, playing for the Lakers, the premier franchise – yeah, and but,
1: but you're unquestionably the leader of the Lakers, yeah. which is the only place that Kobe Bryant ever played. And uh, you didn't have the fucking I, – I don't know. To me, it's a respect thing. You should have prepared something and gotten on stage and talked about what that guy meant to you, in mm-hmm. my opinion. And he didn't do that, whether he either overestimated himself and like, well, I don't want to draw attention away, which is a hubris in its own right, or – I don't know what else Or he was scared He didn't want to cry In front of people Or something I don't know But if Michael Jordan Can get up there And weep Yeah Openly in front of people I'm pretty sure You can do it too
0: And his wife Yeah So it just It didn't Make any sense to me Look, I personally hate LeBron So it didn't yeah. matter to me um, I was tired of hearing About her afterwards That mm-hmm. he wasn't there Or didn't participate Or whatever it is Who the fuck knows With that guy um, I, I'm, I've am i stopped guessing Over no the years No one ever knows With No are. I've stopped guessing over the years. What I want is him out of the league. Like I'm, I'm ready for LeBron to to that era to be over with, and people to stop caring. The only problem with that is that for the next ten years,
1: people are going to talk, be talking about how Zion compares to LeBron. But at least we won't have to hear LeBron talking anymore. My, my sincerest fear is that when Kenny and Shaq and Charles all age out of TNT's broadcast team. Mm-hmm. LeBron somehow becomes involved. That's the thing I, I fear the most because that will ruin basketball for me. I won't be able to watch it if he's talking.
0: Well, you know who it's going to be then, right? It'll be LeBron, Dwayne Wade, uh, Carmelo Anthony. It'll be his little buddies on the banana boat. I don't know about boat. Carmelo. His, his banana he's, boat buddies.
1: Carmelo Anthony is the most boring human being on this planet. That's what I
0: think. But- and so is Dwayne Wade, by the way. Well, look, Dwayne Wade was leading the All Star games. Like he did all of them. Did you listen to it though? I did. It was terrible. I-, I agree. He's like the Joe Buck of basketball now. It's terrible. Just shut the fuck up, dude. It's terrible. But but look, Jeff Van Gundy's had a job for fucking. Jeff Van Gundy is years. great on the broadcast. I, ca- I cannot stand him. I know, but he's great
1: on the broadcast. I he want personally to surround I would punch him in the face if I saw him, probably. Yeah. Um Stan's a better guy. obviously. <laughs> they're, they're both
0: pieces of shit. Yeah, but in my Stan opinion.
1: Stan is a more tolerable human being than Jeff. Jeff is like exactly what you think he is he is a smarmy fucking just a cunt kind of yeah but it's fine on the air yeah. he, he talks shit and he knows the game very well and he's not boring that's the most important part like if you put we saw what Dwayne Wade can do he is boring. give shit. me
0: Bill Walton and, and let's fucking party
1: Bill Walton is good for college now I can't listen to him when he does NBA games
0: uh, he doesn't do NBA anymore. He's
1: done a couple, but it's he's like, off the rails. Like, now. just relax, dude. Yeah, uh, I can't deal with that. My favorite back in the day was, uh, honestly, it was Steve Kerr. Uh, Steve Kerr was great. Uh, he was great, and you know that's never going to happen again because he's he won't go back to broadcast once he's done with the Warriors. No, but, um, I like Steve Kerr. I don't know where basketball is going to go next. Although I don't think the I don't think the Ernie Shack. Charles and Kenny team is going to break up anytime soon either. No. They've been going for a
0: while, and that's a pretty successful um, they get, they team. They get paid very, very handsomely. Um, yeah, and also – And Shaq, because Shaq is on that team now too. Yeah. Uh, they Sha- get paid very, Shaq, very Charles handsomely. Shaq, Charles Barkley, yeah. Kenny the
1: Jet, and uh, and Ernie Johnson. They're, they're not going to go anywhere. I'd
0: say you could probably squeeze about 10 more years out of that.
1: And now, <clears throat> I guess uh, – what's his name? Who, who's on the broadcast with Jeff Van Gundy now? Uh he, Webster, Webster, Weber, Chris Weber, Chris Weber, yeah, Chris Weber, Chris Weber's terrible. He's Chris Weber's like always looking for that killer one-liner. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I don't know why they always go to him right before a break, but he's like, he just makes some dumb comment or pun or some shit at the end. Like, come on, Chris, yeah, just post up. You fucking idiot. Yeah, he's uh. I still like him though. I think Chris Weber's a good in
0: dude In real life, he's a really good dude. Uh, we, we shot something we shot a commercial with him for the production company. Yeah. Great fucking guy. I am have a bad word. I've to never say heard about anything about. bad about Chris no. Webber before. Uh, I, I don't have anything bad to say about him, other than taking money from Michigan and burning that program in oh, the gives ground. Which I'm I'm grateful for that. Every college athlete should be getting paid money. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, the one they bag on a lot is Reggie Miller, and I don't mind Reggie Miller that much. I think he's all right. Um Next up, uh, sponsor-wise, we've got boxofawesome.com. Dan, we get a lot of cool shit there. We don't get butt plugs from them. No, I mean, they should
1: probably slide we get a lot somewhere. of
0: cool shit from them. And I'm fucking amped about it. Um, they are back. They're here all year. Um, I just got a hatchet from them, dude. A fucking full-on hatchet from boxofawesome.com. All you do, you're a dude in this life. You want some cool shit. Take a little five-question quiz. They decide who you are, and then uh Boom. They mail you a fucking personally packaged box once a month of just the coolest shit on the planet. Uh, sometimes you get fucking cooking knives. Sometimes you'll mm. get uh, a little drinky. A little drinky drinky. There, um, I get a fucking hatchet. They got knives. They got uh, uh, fucking whiskey decanters. It's just dude shit. Yeah, but it's just it's really well made. Yeah. And it looks super expensive. It's 45 bucks a month. Uh, use the promo code Bros for 20% off your first box at boxofawesome.com and I'm amped about it. Um, let's take some questions from the listeners, shall we? Uh, let's fire away here. Um, appreciate all the birthday love here. Uh, Bryce Crispy's happy birthday. Says looking good for, uh, for 30 years old. You're right. I'm 28, I think, but um, I appreciate it. You're well into your 50s at this point. I, I, I appreciate it. Um, I'd prefer, Christopher Broman says, I'd prefer the gift of you to both come to the Iowa-Iowa State game. Look, we are going to the Field of Dreams game in Iowa. Mm-hmm. Um, tickets are not on sale. So a, lot, a bunch of you have asked, of like, hey, man, can I come hang with you guys and party? Uh, tickets are not on sale yet. The MLB will be releasing them uh, soon. I think it's either end of March or beginning of April, and we'll get into it. 8,000 seats, stands. What's what it's going to be. Um, and I can confirm this, I think. I think I think I can stand firm in this. Um, we're gonna get Ray Kinsella's father on the show. We're gonna have a catch with uh, he with, was with Jesse's dad. acting coach. He was Jesse's acting coach, and um, uh, her brother is now having a child with mm-hmm. uh, someone in that family. So the families are connected. We can get him on the show and have a. It'd be awesome if we got video of us having a catch with him out at uh, the Field of Dreams. That would be the fucking end all be all, dude. That would be the best. And I think we were able to pull that off, and I know he's going, and I know Costner is going. I mean, honestly, we could probably get Ray Liotta. I'd like to get
1: Ray Liotta or Costner as well. I'd like to get the whole fucking I would rather proof. have Ray Liotta than Costner, not because of their prestige. I think Costner is clearly the better actor. Uh, than Ray Liotta? Yeah.
0: No way. Oh, yeah. I got I got Liotta in that matchup. my man.
1: Based on what body of work? Goodfellas and what else? Um Field of Dreams.
0: Field of Dreams. Uh, dude, you know you what know what was the last good thing Ray Liotta was in? You know when he was one of my favorites. And uh, do you remember that Black Sox movie that they made? Oh yeah, Eight Men Out. Yeah, yeah, he God, was good in that. Damn, it, he's good. He no, but he he was good in it. But he was
1: too smart to play that that role. <sighs> Joe Jackson was a hayseed farmer. The, his whole defense against cheating in baseball was that one he had a good series and he yeah, did. He had he like three seventy in that series yeah. and no errors and blah blah blah. Um but the other part was that he was retarded and couldn't even read the paper that they handed him, mm-hmm. that he put his X on. So you, sh- they should have gotten someone that's really stupid
0: to play that role. Like I don't know, Randy Quaid maybe. But that's you know. Well, like, who played him in? Uh, no, Eight Men Out. I'm sorry, it was played by uh, D.B. Sweeney in that movie. Who? Who did? That's who played Joe Jackson.
1: Who? Who did uh, Ray Liotta
0: play? I forget, man. Uh, but uh, it was uh, D.B. Sweeney, and D.B. Sweeney did great in that movie. Oh, it was uh, D.B. Sweeney. Yeah, I love D.B. Sweeney. Yeah, You're he was right. he was great as Joe Jackson. Um, I forget who Ray Liotta played, but, I mean, look, how, you take that movie with, or that uh, TV show with Jennifer Lowe, but, like, Ray Liotta is just Ray Liotta, man. He's fucking awesome. Yeah, but he's the same in every fucking thing. So is Costner, dude. He can't do accents either.
1: Uh, yeah, but Costner, all you have to do is put him in the right role, and he's great. Like, Yellowstone. Uh, Yellowstone yeah. is the best he's ever been at anything yeah. in his life. Yeah. Um, the only problem with Yellowstone so far yeah. is... Uh, I'm about to get into it, by the we way. We haven't his seen video. his dick
0: yet. Well, you hold out hope because it's been cut out of eight movies. I don't so. think
1: it's going to happen, honestly. And We'll see. I might stop watching. If you don't see his dick soon. If I don't soon. see his dick soon.
0: I, I think maybe
1: um, we should look into kidnapping him. Just grab it I'm quick... down. I know where he hangs out in L.A. Well, let's um, get him. I'll I'll be there next week, so... <laughs> uh, I'll kidnap Kevin Costner and take a selfie with his dick next to me. Yeah. Like, I'll, start, I'll do it on, like, a boomerang. Oof. I'll start here and then pan up to his face and then back down. Be great.
0: Yeah. Clever uh, Lang, Fury beat the brakes off of Wilder. Should have been stopped earlier. You know, so his corner stopped the fight, and he, they threw in the towel. And Wilder bitched that he... He should have gone on and blah, 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 blah. I I don't think so. I think that was the right stoppage for it, to be honest with you. I didn't know. He was getting rocked. uh, That saved saved him, in my opinion. That was a smart move by the trainer. That that knockdown where he got him in the side of the head, Mm -hmm. I didn't know. I can't tell.
1: I mean, honestly, that's the only reason I give any credence to Wilder's claim that his legs were jelly. Because... He hit him really hard, yeah, but his like, legs came completely out from under him. So he either – if here, there's two possibilities. One – He got hit in the ear, and that knocks off your equilibrium. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But his legs immediately came up off the ground, and he – it wasn't like a normal knockdown where your knees buckle and you hit the ground. Mm-hmm. He went sideways, and his fucking whole body hit the ground. It's like a dog jumping and then hitting the ground. It was as if
0: he had vertigo. Man, so
1: I didn't know second. if he
0: – like he completely lost his legs or if Fury hit him that hard. So when he got to the corner, there was blood coming out of his ear, and that's never a good thing. No. So there, there was speculation that he had busted an eardrum with that shot. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. Uh, I know Wilder went to the hospital and was treated, but he didn't say what he had or didn't have. So. AIDS. Could, Probably could AIDS. have AIDS. Probably has AIDS. Speaking of
1: AIDS uh, and, and Yellowstone, uh, my lady friend is a super big fan of Cole Hauser's character in that show.
0: Oh and you do a uh, a arrest for what babe huh for 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 being awesome for being fucking awesome babe Cole Hauser's one of my favorites. He's in Yellowstone? He's probably it's
1: close. I'm all in. He's now it's clo- Cole Hauser's It's in close but he might be the be- best character in that whole show.
0: Ooh, like I he, love Cole it's, Hauser. It's,
1: it's it's the best acting of his career.
0: I Cole obviously. Hauser's always great too. He's I he's, love a, Cole he's
1: an excellent actor. He's kind of a pussy in real life, but his character on the show yeah. is like it's the baddest ass character he's ever even in pitch black, it's it's badder than that. It's so like
0: you'll he, love him because he gets fucking high all the time. Oh yeah. So I know. you and Cole Hauser would rage together. Well, maybe. I think so. Maybe we'll I see. I think so.
2: Well,
1: uh, arrested for a for a while, babe.
0: Where is awesome?
1: he's isn't he Canadian or some shit?
0: No. I forget where he's from. Uh I know Clean did a movie with him and then we, we met him out for drinks one night and uh as soon as he started talking, that's when I learned the accent. Oh, he's from Santa Barbara. Um A.J. Cook, or A. Cook, uh, M.I., maybe Michigan. Just a friendly reminder that spirit cooking is real. I don't know what that is. Wait, what is he? What? That spirit cooking is real. Spirit cooking? Spirit cooking. Hold on. It was real, and Pizzagate is real, and the cover-up is deep. Pizzagate thing, yes. Um, Fucking Alex Jones uncovered that, and it ended up being uh, uh, Epstein, who didn't kill himself. He didn't kill himself. Uh, Ruben Schneider said, yes, we did send the shirt as well. Thank you, Ruben Schneider. Thank you, Craig Dolesky and, uh, and Reed White for the numerous gifts. The butt plugs, the cutout <clears throat> frontal underpants. That's funny. And, uh, and the, f- the fuck toy shirt and the rubber doll. Richard Danoff says that there were over 80,000 people in the seats for one of those XFL games. Really? You know, it's funny. So I saw a post from Bill Burr and uh bert kreischer Hmm. and they were at an xfl game this weekend it's today's the day it it looked
1: packed with social media being what it is that type of environment where there's immediate fucking interviews and all that shit Mm -hmm. that's basically like an organic content creation device the xfl is going to be fucking huge and somebody down the list i don't remember who it was but they said uh if you put any NFL team up against any XFL team, the NFL team would beat the shit out of them. Like, yeah, of course they would. But if you put any major league team against a AAA team, they would beat the shit out of them, too. It's, yeah. not, it's not supposed to be a comparable league. It's supposed to be football, like more football. They're going to have different rules. They're going to test a lot of shit. And I guarantee you, over the years, over the next five years, you're going to see stuff that originated in the XFL make its way to the NFL.
0: Yeah, I'll one of the smart that. smart things I thought they did was the kickoffs. how they line up the teams on the the 25 Mm -hmm. and then, you know, you still have a kick return. However, you don't have 50 yards to go darting at the guy and knock his fucking head off. That's crazy. They will probably steal that rule
2: from the NFL.
1: There's a very large amount. One of the reasons the NFL has been looking at changing the kickoff and stuff like that is because a very large amount of the injuries that happen happen and special teams play, mm-hmm. and they're trying to limit that. To I, some I think the
0: XFL has solved that on the kickoff rule, and I, I like it. It's exciting. Still, um, Dan Aguilera, and in relation to Extina Aguilera, um, Ross, how do you feel about the sexy ladies of ASU? The men's basketball team is at the top of the conference right now. I feel great about it. My only wish is that they will go to the Final Four in Atlanta, so we can see the ladies of Arizona State's. At the Bas- Final Four in Person. Basketball is the only sport where the Pac 12 matters. And they have a chance. Yeah. They have no chance. Because
1: they've won. Like, Arizona won in, what was it, 97?
0: Yeah, dude, Arizona used to win all the time. I, you know what? And Arizona still, still is a decent fucking team in basketball. Mm-hmm. So they got a great coach. Um yeah. He pays off their players, but uh, whatever. Who cares? Yeah. Who gives a shit about that? Um, but uh, Arizona is always good. Look. UCLA can make a run here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, USC, like, in uh, Oregon, you know. Um, <clears throat> My niece just got accepted to USC, by the way. Congratulations. That's a fucking hard school, by the way, it to is, get into. Uh, she's very smart. Is uh, uh, she from South Carolina, too?
1: Yeah. So it's going to be out-of-state tuition, which is like 40K a year. 90, yeah. Uh, uh, she better get a fucking ride of some <laughs> yeah, sort. Yeah, I'm sure she did. She's, she's uh, like me. Fun but school. She's actually smarter than I am. She's spent... One summer teaching herself calculus, and I was like, "All right, cool." Yeah, not too worried about that
0: kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. see about the other one. See what uh, when you go right. out to L.A., is she coming with you to see the school? Uh, no, no, no. Okay. She's already been out there. I think. Gotcha, gotcha. It's uh, in Compton, is the only drawback to that. Compton's not going to be Compton. Eesh. Well, it's not. Even, it's no, they're not ge- even Compton. They're gentrifying now. all of it. Compton's not even Compton. You know now it's funny you say that. They're gentrifying all of it. They ripped out Hollywood Park in Inglewood yeah. too um, for the new. Well, stadium, they, they like, put they put a fucking fence around Inglewood.
1: What ten years ago yeah. or some shit. Now they have to open it back up <laughs> now it's uh, it's open
0: up for the city. See you're right nobody ever entire. talks
1: about that liberal ass California and l a they built a con no. they built like a fucking brick fence around Inglewood. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> right next to l a uh, and it was
0: <laughs> bad yeah um Dan Aguilera again, Steve Kime from the Cardinals says they are also open and trading in the eighth pick. I think they go after a wide receiver, yeesh. They need so much help, man. I, Wait, who's going after a wide receiver? Uh, he the, Dan thinks that they're uh, they the Cardinals will be. Um, I can tell you, Jerry Judy will be on the board probably, and in, in Ceedee Lamb. You know what the Cardinals like, need to do is uh, build
1: a time machine and go back to last year and take Kurt Warner. No,
0: <laughs> no, and take fucking Nick Bosa. Yeah, that was awful. I, look, the idiots. Cardinals need a lot. Um, they need they can start by trading David Johnson. I can tell you that. David Johnson is great, can be great. He's old as shit. He's not. He's young, actually. And um, David Johnson, isn't he like 29? I would say he's probably 26 or seven. He's 28. Okay. So I would say this, man. Get rid of, of David Johnson and start there. Uh, I think, because he's saying they're going to resign Ken Drake. I don't believe they are. I think they're going to let him go. Mm. But um, there's plenty of talent in the draft at running back, so... You're fine. Uh, David. Get David Johnson's salary out of there. Um, where is Kareem Hunt going? Look, man, Cream Hunt has got a, a ton of options and will. Um, we'll see how this all shakes out of the draft here and where everybody goes. But uh, selfishly, I'd like to see him yeah. in Atlanta. Ru- Ruben Schneider's right. Uh, Pac-12 baseball is actually pretty good. You're right about that. It is, that. yes, yes.
1: But all of, like California produces a lot of... Great baseball programs like uh, uh, Cal State Fullerton, for example, has for years been very good, and that's a tiny ass school out there. Yeah. Um, even Cal Poly has had some pretty good sports teams in the past, which is kind of weird. Yeah, like,
0: baseball wise, but not football. Not football. The Pac-12 for football is not a real thing. Mike Hando, anyone know a good HR manager in New Jersey? I have one that is not very good. You've contacted the wrong people about HR. Uh, if we had one here, yeah, would we would be... have both been fired years and years and years ago so no no uh definitely not um let's see here who else pete sales i think there should be a relegation top two or three xfl teams go to the nfl and the bottom two or three nfl teams go to the XFL at the end of the season.
1: You'd have to test that out first like the XFL doesn't have enough talent in it right now, but I think 10 15 years from now that's an absolute possibility. That would possibility. be a blast. It's it doing
0: in uh European soccer.
1: Um in some of the leagues, yeah, like the so there's the Eng- English or the yeah, the English league. Yeah. Uh that is uh basically like a triple A and then there's the Premier League, which is the the standard and the top 3 teams are the bottom three teams drop out every year? Relegation is what it's called.
0: Stephen Hawkins just said, "I just want enough NFL teams for eleven months of football every year." I think everybody wants that. Yeah, I don't. That's not going to happen. No, it's too rough on your fucking body. There's no, there's no way. Um, but it would be fun. Um, oh, he, he wrote back and he goes, "I do say Christina Aguilera's last name right." Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome for my fucking brilliance on that. Um. Christopher Brahman, bring David Montgomery to, chi- to Miami from Chicago. Dude is amazing with yards after contact. Uh, I agree. Um, look, the the Bears to me are just missing one piece. They're missing a Brady. I think if they get Brady, they they do well, and I think yeah. same with the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're bringing back Trubisky for 2020. They've already said it. So Trubisky's a piece of shit. I, I, you're not going to do anything with that, man. No.
1: Uh, Jacob Nickel, who was, uh, I believe, on The Cruise, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he says, Kevin Costner kidnapped James Earl Jones, so I think he'd understand. I agree with that, actually. Yeah. That's sound logic. I always apply the personalities of, of actors. Uh, I, I apply the personalities of the characters they play to them. Right? Yeah. So
0: James Earl Jones, yeah, he fucking kidnapped him. Yeah. Um. He pretended his finger was a gun, so it's like, come on man still a great movie Terrence Uh, Terrence Mann yeah I'm amped about it still a great movie Uh, Dan fun show we got a lot of fun shit coming up here man March Madness is coming I can say this we bought the uh, the signed Dennis Rodman autographed jersey Mm -hmm. that will be available um, whoever wins the free Drinking Bros Sports March Madness brackets Uh, will win a signed jersey from uh, Dennis Rodman last year's was Christian Leitner and uh, a guy who'd never played one. Um so it could happen to you. All you have to do is go to Drinking Bros Sports on Facebook, sign up for the private Facebook group. Only one rule, don't be a cunt. You can enter the competition and have a shot to win a signed jersey by the worm himself. Yeah, and if you get if you happen to find yourself in North Korea, mm-hmm. you can use that jersey to get out. Correct. So They will take that as currency to yeah. get out of the country. Plus you know, you get to go against D'Anthony and I in March Madness brackets for free. So we're, we're, You and I,
1: thing. like the odds of either of us winning, you, you can't. One of the things about winning the March Madness tournament, I think it's
0: just all random. Like you if know, you, I've never won. I've been playing March Madness yeah, for you'll 20 never win. years. If, if, I've never won. if
1: you know too much about it because you start making logical decisions and there's nothing logical about mm-hmm. it. So I don't think anybody. I, I would like to see uh, some research on this. But um, I don't think anybody can that has a, a good knowledge of college basketball can actually win.
0: Yeah, I think it's impossible. So look, you, everybody's got a shot, and it's for free. Uh, also, the Sarah Williams Trophy will be here at the end. Oh, of the, the week. Sarah
1: Williams biggest piece of shit fan in the universe. Yes, what's it called? Um, worst fan ever.
0: Worst, yeah, yeah, worst fan ever. Uh, it, that that will be that trophy will be here at the end of the week, and it is engraved. So we're we're currently on our third third season. Mm-hmm. We have three people. Um, I want to say who those three people are. Because underneath them on the trophy, I had them engrave which fan base they were from. So the first one was Steven Edward who got thrown out. He was a Michigan fan. Yeah, he wouldn't shut the fuck up about wouldn't Michigan. wouldn't shut up. the fuck up about Michigan, uh, how goddamn awful they are. He thought they were great, and then he didn't pay up on bets. People threw him out. Um, Kalen Cothrone, or Catherine. Catherine. Every time I'll fuck that up. Uh, He was the uh, the 2019 one from Notre Dame. And and here's why I bring this up. You can redeem yourself. Kalen totally redeemed himself. And was just like, hey, man, I'm a fucking homer through and through. And he totally redeemed himself. Ryan Rhodes, you can redeem yourself. Uh, Sarah Williams, never, you can redeem yourself. Never, <laughs> never. I've never seen anyone go as hard as her before without even knowing what the fuck's going on. And she tried to call through Facebook. In what world is that a thing that you think uh, that I would allow? Yeah, or would go through? Like I have that fu- fucking feature turned off. People have tried to do that to me before, like
1: call me through Instagram and Facebook and shit. I'm like, no, no, dude. I don't have that, that feature turned on. Even no if, does. even a, like, if you have my phone number and you try to call me without texting first, I'm hanging that shit up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's only there there are three people that I will answer the phone for
0: if they call me, no matter what time of day it is. Yep. And you're not one of them. I promise you. No, uh, Ethan Ward, you were on that list for a little bit, by the way, uh, of, <laughs> of the fan um, for Georgia that year. That Georgia, remember the one year Georgia got hot and lost to uh, Bama and OT. Yeah. Um, he was that Georgia fan who was like, we're the greatest one day. I should have put you on there for saying that Georgia was going to beat LSU. Look, man, uh, the LSU fans still hate me for that. We had a fucking unbelievable season, but uh, continued on to the Super Bowl and that, that Tyson Fury fight. But um, shit, man, I'll, I'll never be uh, let off. It was I was a 13-point spread in that fucking game. It's crazy anyway still. Georgia was that bad but they were Georgia was that bad last season it's hard to believe but, but it's true and I don't know what they're going to do without a fucking quarterback this year um, but it's fun it's exciting conference championships are, are up next week we get the fucking debate tonight Jesus Christ um, and you, if you go to mybookie.com by the way you can bet on the, the debates you can bet on the candidates you can bet on who's going to win you can bet on Trump you can bet on anything on mybookie.com. Use the promo code Bros to double your deposit. For D'Anthony D'Anthony Holloway, I am Ross Patterson. This is Drinking Bros Sports Companion Show. Good night, everyone. Bye.